I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're about to go live on Instagram uh, for Grand Final Week and have a little Q&A with all the people live on Instagram. Uh, it is, what is it, Tuesday night about 8.30pm. Uh, we're going to get stuck in for 20 minutes, half an hour here, answer all the questions, see where we go. Uh, could go anywhere, as it usually does. So uh, we'll see how we go. Just going live now, guys, so we'll uh, we'll get people online. And then we'll uh, get stuck into it. So just stay tuned for a couple of seconds whilst people join and uh, see which direction we're going in. We've just gone live on Instagram. So people will be joining now. We'll get a few questions in and get stuck into it. People just starting to come online now. Uh, g'day, guys. Uh, just going to jump on live here on Instagram for uh, probably 20 minutes, half an hour or so, uh, answering all your questions. So send some through. Been a while since we've done an Instagram live. Uh, so any grand final questions you got, whatever it might be for the week, flick them through. Uh, we're recording on the podcast, so it will be available tomorrow morning on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Hainsey, big uh, Chooks fan and <laughs> father. Oh, you're doing well, mate. Great knock this year going to all those games. Daddy Guru up to Bronx. Uh, who's your pick to win the grand final and why? Uh, mate, I'm going the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I do think that they get the job done on Sunday. I think grand final experience will be too much. And I just worry uh, the Brisbane Broncos, they do make a lot of errors in their game because they have a lot of shots at you. Uh, and I just worry that against this Penrith side, unlike most of the other teams in the competition, they just make you pay for every single error. And I'm just worried uh, that Brisbane might make too many. But I, I genuinely do think if Brisbane can play at their best. I think they can beat this side, and I think they're one of the few sides that can on the big stage. Thoughts on Flag Cup Grand Final from Sunday? Matt, I wanted to get out there. I wasn't actually able to. Obviously, a big week coming up for me, so I uh, had to spend Sunday catching up on work and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, some, some pretty good games out there. Obviously, the finish to the South Sydney game was unreal. Uh, I probably didn't expect that Rooster side to get beaten in the flag either. So, yeah, some pretty exciting results all around there. Uh, what have we got? First try scorer. Ooh, first try scorer. I'm sort of looking at Stephen Cry, and I actually didn't pick him on Bloke in a Bar this week as many time try scorer. And as soon as I think it was Timmy and Hammy picked him, I uh, regretted it pretty quickly, to be honest with you. So I like Critter for the first try in the grand final. 
Do the chicken dance. I'll do the chicken dance and one of the boys beats me. I'm having a golden run at the moment. Are the Titans winning the NRLW by 30 or 40? Yeah, BKR. How fucking good. I did not see that win coming. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't paid super close attention to the NRLW this season simply because I'm so focused on the NRL. Uh, I've sort of been keeping track of score lines and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, I did not see that win coming, especially in the way that they did. Very, very impressive. Uh, honestly, what do you think the score will be? I reckon the Panthers win by... Sort of like 14 to 18 points in that realm. I think it will be close to the first 50, 60 minutes, and I think the Panthers will start to get on top towards the back end. Uh, watching the game at home, yeah, for sure. We'll do uh, live updates on the Instagram. Uh, I'm planning to anyway, so we'll see how the day plays out, but I'm pretty sure similar to Origin, we'll be live on the Instagram story, uh, just giving our live reaction to everything. But yeah, definitely watching the game at home. Uh, is Kalen Ponga a smoky for the Daily M? I think SJ will probably get it, uh, but KP had such a huge run home, so you couldn't possibly rule him out, but I'm probably leaning towards SJ at the moment. Uh, Clive Churchill. Uh, I was actually going to get the odds up and have a look. So uh, if you guys don't know, I've got a bit of a history of being a fiend, uh, having a punt on the Clive Churchill. Uh, the amount of money I've lost on Cameron Smith during his career was fucking embarrassing. Uh, killed me. But... This year, I, I've gone pretty heavy on Nathan Cleary throughout the season. Um, I've got a fair whack on him, and I got him at about 570 or so. So I think he's in the 320 now, so pretty happy with how that's played out, hoping that Nath does get MOM, and I think he is the favorite for a reason. Uh, but there are a couple of guys that I think are little smokies here, just getting the odds up on my computer. Nath Cleary at 350, Reese Walsh, 650, Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds is $8.50. Dill Edwards... A chance to go back-to-back, pretty impressive, $10.50. My Smokies, though, I think Liam Martin's a really good shout at 21-1. to 1. I like his odds there. Uh, Isaiah Yo's at $14. Um, Brian Tyo at 51 I know he's one that Matty the Waterboy is actually coming to 46 I know he's one that Matty the Waterboy fancies. I, ju- I think that if Brian Tyo didn't win it last year, and I just think that if Brett Morris didn't win it in 2019, I'm just not sure if a winger's ever going to win it realistically. The other one I don't mind is James Fitzharris at $26. Uh, if it's the Broncos, I find it really hard to go past. Reese Walsh, Adam Reynolds, Payne Haas, or Pat Carrigan. I think one of them should shit in. If they do win, I think Pat Carrigan would probably be my pick at $14. I think if they win, I think it is going to be tight, and I think Pat Carrigan's going to have a big game. I'm expecting him to play 80 minutes in this game, and I don't think Payne Haas will be that far off 80 minutes either. Uh, how will dogs go next year? Yeah, I hope better, mate, but I've said that the last two seasons, so I'm a little bit nervous with Canterbury, uh, if I'm being completely honest with you. I, lo- I love that Bronson Zeri's heading there. Rumours of, like, Connor Watson, Takiaho. Uh, so it's a bit hard to comment at the moment. I just want to see what their side actually looks like and who they announce. Uh, yeah, I've heard rumours that they're going to announce a few signings after the grand final. So keep an eye on Canterbury over the next week or two. Uh, and Critter, obviously, arriving there will definitely help too. Uh, who is your highest Supercoach score for the grand final? Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, is Timmy running his uh, $50 thing? Fucking try and get more than 50 out of him for the GIF. Give give Timmy some shit there. Uh, I'm going to go Nath Cleary, mate. Goal kicking. Uh, he'll take a heap of runs. They'll try and uh, get him through a heap of defense, and I think he comes up with one or two big plays in this grand final. So uh, probably a boring answer, but I think Nath Cleary, and I think he scores sort of between 80 and like 120 sort of ballpark there. Uh, how bad will Denon be if the Bronx win? Nah, there's a bit of a narrative. Like I don't know, people in the comments act like Denon's, uh, you know, has a tantrum or whatever when they lose. He's not at all. He's a very, he's like a great loser. Uh, he's not fucking gonna have a tantrum and blow up and blame refs and all that sort of shit. So uh, I know it's very easy, like in comments and everything, to get, to get carried away and say, you know, he favourites his team or whatever. But fuck, there's literally timestamps at the bottom of our thing that you can see to see that you know we very rarely talk about the Broncos more than other sides. Uh, so. 
yeah, I, I don't know. Just a bit over the top. He'll be fine. Kempy's a big boy. And you got to remember, professional athlete, played first grade. Uh, he's pretty tough, mate. Uh, who are you starting in the seven next year for the Bunnies? Uh, I would still be going with Ilias, but, uh, yeah, the halfback the other day, Hawkins, obviously a young guy that's come through the Matto Tigers. I've, I've never rated Hawkins massively, if I'm honest, but I thought in that game he was all right. And, you know, he obviously won New South Wales Cup Player of the Year, so maybe I just haven't seen enough of him. Uh, remember when you said Broncos had no answer to Munster, the so-called guru? Ah, oh, Chris Thomas, that's cute. Uh, thoughts on Des Hasler at the Titans next year? Yeah, I think he's going to do well. Uh, really excited uh, to see how he goes. Uh, they've got the squad now, which I think they have, the Titans haven't had for a very long time. So very, very excited to see how he goes, Desi. And, um, yeah, I, I really hope the Titans can do well. I feel like they've been building really well. They've got the forward pack. They've got the halves. They've got about 17 fucking fullbacks they've got to fit into that side. So there really is no excuses for the Titans next year. And they showed a number of times this year that they can compete with the big, the biggest and the best side. So, yeah, I'm excited for the Titans. Uh, Wednesday M, Wednesday night, I think it is, brother. So we'll have a little preview. Shit, that's tomorrow. Fuck, this week's going quickly. We'll have a little preview at some point tomorrow. Uh, will Big Day Rosé be in the, the winner's sheds this weekend? I assume so, mate. The boys will be everywhere. Uh, Smokey for Clive Churchill. I need some guru value. Uh, I like Liam Martin, mate, at 21s. He'd be my little play there. Has uh, a winger ever won Clive Churchill? No, a winger hasn't won Clive Churchill. And I don't think too many centers have either, but Critter and To'o look pretty ripe to me. Uh, where do you rate Billy Walters as a nine? Oh, tough. Um, I think he's been fantastic for the Brisbane Broncos. I think that uh, there, there are obviously better nines in this competition, but oh, I don't know. I automatically, like, I don't really want to put Billy in the top 10, but I mean, fuck, he's got all the way to a grand final. He's been playing good for the Brisbane Broncos. He's done a job. I, I think it's hard with Hooker at the moment because. You know, Harry Grant's the obvious standout number one guy, and then there's 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 a gap to everyone else. But I mean, this year guys that aren't considered to be hookers have been dominating, like Phoenix Crossland, Billy Walters, these sort of guys. And like you look at the Penrith Panthers, uh, you know they've essentially won it this year with you know a back rower playing hooker. With all due respect to Mitch Kenny, he's a fantastic defender, which is what he brings to that side. But he doesn't really bring much in attack, which is fine when you've got that sort of a team. So I think hooker is becoming more and more dependent on the team that you've got. Take Lockie Kroger, for example. He's another half that's playing hooker, but they've got a dominant ball a do, dominant ball player at seven in DCE, so you can get away with having a nine like that. So it's hard to say. Um, can you recall the last time Penrith were winning a game and got chased down? No, I cannot, Campbell, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I wonder if it's come in these three or four years. I'm not sure. Uh, Cobo first try. Yeah, good shout, mate. Don't mind that one. Do you reckon the Rabbits will be kicking themselves at the moment, letting Reynolds go? Uh, yeah, potentially. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been like a seesaw on this one. Who got it right? Who got it wrong? Uh, but, yeah, you would have to think that if South Sydney still had Adam Reynolds, what happens to them this year probably doesn't happen. But in saying that, Brisbane had Adam Reynolds last year and a very similar thing happened. So it's easy to say now that South Sydney made a shit decision, but we were sitting there last year with South Sydney in a prelim final. Uh, the Broncos completely shitting the bed and falling off the side of the cliff and saying, oh, geez, great decision by South Sydney. So I don't know, it's a bit tough. Um, Guru, can you please give me a shout-out to my mate, Haywood, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Haywood. Hope you have a great day, brother. Uh, what have we got? If the Bronco – is this the Broncos' last chance? Red Bulls getting older and losing players next year? No, nah, it's definitely not their last chance. Um, they've got they've got a lot of depth at that club, so definitely not their last chance. Reese Walsh, just in his first season there, finding his feet. You've got guys like, you know, Jesse Arthurs, Deloise Hoyter, all these guys that are coming through. Herbie's going to be a big loss, but I think they will be able to counter it. If Katani Sags go to, goes to another level, that helps as well. So, no, I, I think it's crazy to say this is the Broncos' last chance. 
It's pretty much their first chance, realistically. Um, Big Bronco here. Best of luck this week, Braden. Uh, the Tago side D had looks Panthers one thinner in the armour with Herbie Fit, Ezra on the edge. Do you think the Broncos take advantage by hitting that outside with pace? Uh, yeah, potentially, mate. Uh, I don't think you'll see another bad defensive performance out of Isaac Tungo, though. I think that was a bit of a one-off thing. Uh, I guarantee you that he, he goes well this week. And I think that Herbie tends to do his best work uh, cutting back into the middle, uh, which I think the the Penrith Panthers will try and force him to do anyway. Uh, and, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Herbie Farmworth will be a great measuring stick this week, assuming he plays. Bit of an injury this week, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't feature in this grand final. I think he'll be a great measuring stick for how good the Penrith defence is. Uh, the guy's been running for metres like crazy and breaking tackles left, right and centre. I just can't see Penrith uh, letting him get away with that. Um, will the dogs go uh, build, a, build a squad around Carrigan or Yo? Tough. Yeah, look, yeah, you probably have to go Isaiah Yo simply because he's got the runs on the board and Paddy Garrigan doesn't yet. Uh, but I think Paddy Carrigan will very, very soon. Uh, for where Isaiah Yo is right now, you would have to go Isaiah Yo. But Christ, I'd be very, very tempted about Pat Carrigan. I am a huge, huge fan. I think he's got a massive future ahead of him. Um, shave the beard if the Broncos win. Fuck no. I look like a fucking bowling ball. Not a hope in hell. Uh, Nathan Cleary wins Clive Churchill and it's not even close. Yeah, I kind of... Oh, I wouldn't say it's not even close. That's not fair when it comes to me of the match in a grand final. But I do think uh, that Nathan Cleary probably does take it home. Just trying to think. Other than when Nathan Cleary won it last time, um, how many of the favourites would have actually won it? I've got a feeling it's a bit like... Uh, the Melbourne Cup, that it's not very often the favourite actually wins it. Um, I'm just getting those up now to have a look at the previous ones. Just thinking off the top of my head, outside of Nath Cleary, I don't think the last few years the favourite would have won it. Um, and I know for a fact that a lot of the favourites didn't win it in Melbourne's premierships. So Dylan Edwards would not have been a favourite. Nath Cleary would have been. Ryan Pappenhausen wouldn't have been. Jack White wouldn't have been. Luke Keary wouldn't have been. Billy Slater in 2017, he would have been up there, but I guarantee you Cam Smith still would have been the favourite. Luke Lewis wouldn't have been. Thurston in 15. I assume he probably would have been the favourite, but I'd say going to that game, the Broncos were probably favourites. So maybe he wasn't the Clive Churchill favourite, but he would have been right up there. Uh, Sam Burgess, I don't think he was the favourite in 2014. I think GI was. Uh, DCE wouldn't have been the favourite in 2013. Cooper Cronk, 2012, probably wouldn't have been either. So, yeah, it, it, guys, it's not very often the out-and-out favourite actually does win this Clive Churchill medal. So it uh, probably is the exception. Not, there's been a number of times where probably a top three, four, five player has won it. Uh, but it isn't very often an out-and-out favourite does win the Clive. So, which is why, well, especially when you consider, like, with the Melbourne Storm premierships, I think Smith would have been the favourite in just about all of those. So, yeah, so it will be interesting. But I do think uh, that I would be going. I will be going Nath Cleary, and I have gone Nath Cleary pretty heavily. Uh, any chance of the Peach and Cogger swapping? Yeah. Jai, I thought there was. I genuinely thought last week that uh, Tyron Peachy would play. Didn't play out that way. They went with Jack Cogger. So I would assume if they've named him, they probably will, will run with him. I think the Jerome Luai injury has them a little bit worried. So they are carrying Cogger. I think if Luai was 100% sweet, I think they would go with the Peach. But I guess it kind of does make sense there. Uh, and, you know, if you do need, need to give Mitch Kenny a spell, uh, you would obviously bring Jack Cogger on there. But I reckon there's every chance. If Jerome Luai is sweet and if Mitch, Mitch Kenny's going good, I don't reckon Jack Cogger gets on the field. So uh, just keep an eye on that one. It would make more sense to go peachy, I think. Uh, but with this Jerome Luai injury that could go at any moment, uh, it makes sense, you know. 
Uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing with Rookie of the Year. I thought Jacob Preston should have been right up there. Obviously, he got suspended this year, uh, so that makes it tough. I actually haven't had a very close look at the Daly M nominations. I'll do that tomorrow and have a podcast out for you guys in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, I think Jareen Buller would be right up there with me. I, I think Taruva, he qualifies for it, so you'd probably have to give it to Taruva. Uh, but geez, I think Jareen Buller has been fantastic. I uh, can only sign one forward pair, Haas and Paddy or Liotta and James Fisher-Harris. So tough, eh? I mean, every stat in the world would tell you Haas and Paddy. And to be honest with you, even the eye test would tell you that as well. Uh, but Liotta and Fisher-Harris, they've just done it for so long and been so consistent. I think it would depend on the rest of my team. If I if I had the best halfback in the game, I would definitely go with the Penrith boys. Uh, if I had, you know, other players and I, I really needed something special out of my middles, I'd probably go with the Broncos boys. So tough. But I think similar to the Yo versus Carrigan argument, I think you have to go with the guys that have the runs on the board. So, yeah, I'm going to go the Penrith boys, but I'll be honest with you, it doesn't feel right because I know how much talent those other two guys have. Uh, fullback for Australia. Uh, mate, I th- I'm pretty sure Mal Meninga already said he's going to go with James Tedesco. Uh, he's obviously the captain of this side and, you know, s- still is, so the incumbent guy there. But, uh, yeah, I'd be seriously considering Reese Walsh. Put it this way, if Teddy was ruled out with an injury or pulled out or whatever, uh, I think Reese Walsh would have to be my fullback. I'd take KP with me as well. But I think it has to be Teddy. In saying that, guys, uh, so, sorry, in saying that, I would have to go Reese Walsh. In saying that, it's going to be really interesting because, I mean, if Dylan Edwards wins a second Clive Churchill in a row and a third premiership on the trot, surely Mal Meninga can't ignore him. He has to tour. Surely, just has to. So that'll be very interesting. Uh, Cleary's winning the Clive, easily going to be a top three player, potentially ADOS. Uh, is, Ma- is Mam a smoky for 5-8 of the year? Yeah, I think that 5-8 of the year is really open, eh? Um, I don't, uh, you know, do I think Mam's been the best 5'8 this year? Probably not, but do I think Cam Munster's been the best? Also probably not by his standards. I don't think so. So uh, that 5'8 of the year award could go to anyone. Like, for all we know, Cody Walker could have back, could, could have banked up enough points in the first half of the season to win it. I've, I've got no idea which way that one's going to go. I'd probably go Cam Munster, but I reckon Cam Munster will win it because he's Cam Munster. Uh, that no, there really hasn't been any 5'8s that have jumped out of the ground this year. It's been a bit of a weird one. Any hints for could be anything next year? There's an absolute stack of them coming your way, Hayden. Uh, we'll talk about them all in sort of January, February. Uh, it could be anything season. There could be anything cup in the preseason there. There'll be a bit of merch to follow as well, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it's going to be really exciting getting stuck into the black book, and there is a stack coming your way. Uh, what have we got? If Reese uh, loses all his 30-odd daily end points, could some be allocated to pain? <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I think it was the end of round 10 or something, or round 5 or something, uh, when you had a look at Reese Walsh and Payne Haas. I think they'd collected like 80% of daily end points that were available for the Brisbane Broncos. So uh, Payne Haas going to be right up there. Reese Walsh, you, fuck. I really hope that this suspension doesn't cost him a daily. And we spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar this week, and I get it, you know, best and fairest. And actually, I take that back. To be fair, if Reese Walsh loses it because he swore at a referee, that's just tough shit in my opinion. But for other suspensions, like slightly high tackles or whatever it might be, I think it's very harsh. But uh, for what Reese Walsh did, I know it was like a just a heat of the moment thing, but you can't be doing it. I've got no sympathy for that realistically. Uh, so I can understand Reese Walsh not getting it, but geez, if one of these, you know, guys falling in, into contact makes a guy miss out on a Dalian medal one day. Going to be very, very tough. So I think we do need to change that to some extent. Uh, M team of the year. Uh, yeah, we'll go through it tomorrow, mate. I'll go through and give my live reaction to all the nominees and who I think is going to win it. 
Can you do a podcast of the best grand final from each decade since the NRL era? We're actually going to go through a top 10 grand finals of the NRL era tomorrow. Um, a good mate at The Messenger, a very, very underrated Instagram page. Go and have a look at him. does fucking unreal work. Uh, he put out a thing last year, top 10 grand finals, and I actually missed it last year, so I'm going to go through and do a live reaction to it. Very excited. Give me hope for the Tigers, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't know, brother. I hope so, but... I don't know. I, I, I feel a lot of hope with Benji Marshall, and I like some of your signings, especially young guys you've got. Uh, I think the Aiden Caesar signing is a good little get, all things considered as well. Uh, but I, I just worry about the guys in suits there getting in in, the, in your own way once again. It's what always worries me with the West Tigers, and I unfortunately feel like it's probably what's always going to worry me with the West Tigers. Excited for RTS. Yes, cannot wait. It's going to be great to have Roger back. Uh, I've genuinely missed him, eh? I was a big fan of Roger Tulvasashek. I've actually got um, every footy, oh, almost every footy card that's ever been made of Roger Tulvasashek until he left. So uh, there's a few numbered cards that I'm missing, but it was a little, I, I just got lucky in COVID where I got a few Roger Tulvasashek rare cards uh, in a row, and I just thought, ah, fuck it, I'll see if I can get them all. So uh, yeah, I was sort of hoping financially he wouldn't come back because footy cards are not cheap, uh, but I might have to try and complete that set. Or if anyone wants to buy them off me, tell me. You can have them in a fucking heartbeat. Do my head in. Um, should Oates been picked to help complete against the Panthers' back five? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I sort of expected Corey Oates to come into this side, but he hasn't. Obviously, they've gone with Jesse Arthurs. I thought he was pretty good last week, to be fair. Oh, yeah, last week, to be fair. Um, yeah, interesting one. He's the only guy that survives from that 2015 squad and not in the side. So, interesting. I did expect Corey Oates to come in, but... Uh, the fact that he hasn't been picked, I don't know. It doesn't seem to phase Kempi too much, and he watches a lot of the Brisbane Broncos. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's saying something. Uh, Stream, uh, what have we got? Uh, up the bras. Where do you rate Billy as a nine? Yeah, as I said before, I probably can't put him in the top ten, but it, fuck, it's getting harder and harder to argue with. Uh, what are the Parramatta Eels missing? Uh, mate, I always find those centers to be an issue with Parramatta. I think they need to go out and not not, not even get a strike center, just get solid dudes to come in there and do a job. I think their edges have just been a problem uh, for way too long, and the rest of the team's mad. Um, uh, you're a Panthers supporter, because <laughs> you're saying because you're going to say they win. Uh, yeah, obviously supporting the Panthers this week. Uh, I'm a New South Welshman, so I'm sure as fuck. Not going for Brisbane. Uh, I know some people don't like Penrith and whatnot and want to see an upset. And, and you know, credit to you. But as, as a New South Wales Blues fan, I can't go for the Brisbane Broncos. Not a hope in hell. So I'll happily go for Penrith. Gives me an opportunity to piss off Kempe as well. So, yeah, got to take that with two hands. Um, who's a Roosters fan? Uh, who's Denon in today's equivalent? Who's Denon in today's equivalent? It's a really good question. I haven't even thought about that before. Uh, I don't know. Let, leave it with me. I'll, I'll have a think. Game sort of changed a little bit. It sort of moved away from wingers like Denon. Um, nowadays, you need to like, like, like Denon obviously wasn't like a high volume outside back. He still took fucking tough carries to be fair. I think if you actually go back and watch Kempe's games, it is something you will notice that you probably wouldn't expect. Kempe took some really tough carries. It was just lightning quick. Very good finisher. Uh, let, let me know in the comments, who are you guys thinking? I'm shooting a bit of a blank at the moment. Um, what have we got? Thoughts on Roosters' backline next year and who will win the spots? Manu Toop, Smith, Suwali, and Dom Young. Yeah, interesting one with Suwali. I remember a few weeks ago thinking, oh, yeah, I think he'll go early. Now I'm thinking, fuck, will he go at all to the Wallabies? I don't know if I'd want to be over there just quietly. Uh, I think Dom Young will definitely be in there. Manu, jeez, oh, it's tough, isn't it? Manu would have to be one centre. Tupu would have to be on one wing. 
Um, maybe you go Dom Young at the other wing and then Suli at centre again, maybe. I'm not quite sure how they're going to make all that work. They might carry someone off the bench. I'm not too sure. Uh, but, yeah, great for the Roosters. They have plenty of options. Probably won't be, you know, surely throughout the year at least one of those guys will be injured, suspended at different points. So I'm sure there'll be a little bit of rotation, but that's exactly what you want. You want very good players competing for positions. Um, that, uh, that's what the best teams always have. Uh, what have we got? I'm going to scroll right to the bottom, guys. There's a lot of fucking questions. Questions there. Uh, See, I'm scrolled right to the bottom, guys. I'm going to answer some of the more recent ones. Charlie Staines, interesting. I'm sure that is Kempi. Campiera, he wouldn't mind that. Yeah, Campiera is not a bad shout. Jesse Arthur's not a bad shout either. Ty Munro, oh, respectfully to Kempi. I don't think he would have been as high on the could be anything list as Ty Munro, though. Um, any gossip from your sores on Luai's shoulder injury? He came back mad quick. Yeah, mate, I I think he's just tougher than what people give him credit for, Jerome Luai. Uh, he told the Panthers at halftime of their game the other night that he'd be sweet to play the 80 minutes. Uh, Ivan Cleary, I think he pulled the right rein, though, once that game was done and dusted. Um, he got him off, so I think that was the right thing to do. But, yeah, I think you'll find Jerome Luai's pretty sweet. Eh? I, I think he's pretty confident that he'll be okay, and I think it would take a lot to get him off that field. People might not like him, whatever, and I've always said, you don't have to like Jerome Luai, but fuck, you got to respect him for the sort of footballer he is and how tough he is and how he just always backs it up. So, yeah, I've got a lot of time for Jerome Luai. Um, can Leon Henry be Panthers' new impact bench player next year? Yeah, obviously Spencer Lee new leaving. It's going to leave a big hole for the Penny Panthers. They've got to find a way to fill it next year. I'm sure they'll be just fine. As I said on Bloke the other day, I'm hearing that Paul Alamotti, they see him as that potential guy. So keep it on Alamotti during this offseason. He's obviously going to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I'm hearing that Ivan thinks that he could turn him into a really good 17, which I could see. Alamotti sort of struggled in first grade a little bit this year, to be fair. Uh, but I've been watching him come through the juniors and everything. Brandy, they call him very very talented so I still think he's got a future and fuck I mean I I reckon I could go to Penrith and turn into a good footballer with what they do over there so I'm sure he'll go good if hitting the left upright was a betting proposition what would your financial position be yeah, cheers, Darcy. We used to, me and my mate Darcy, we used to uh, used to always bet on whether the next try would be converted and you'd get uh, like depending on who it was, you you, you get pretty good odds for, for them to miss it. Uh, so you'd be hoping and praying that a winger scored in the corner, and there would there'd be certain games or like certain games where like I don't know, like it might be Adam Reynolds playing, and then he'd get injured or he'd go off or something, and then all of a sudden the best goal kicker on the field was off, and they'd still offer you like two bucks something for the for the kick to be missed, and, and you'd be all over it. So good times, mate. Nice little flashback. Uh, replacements for Herbie and Flegler next year. Mate, they've got so many for both. I reckon they're going to be just fine, eh, Brisbane? Uh, they're going to really miss uh, Herbie. There's no doubt about that. But I think it'll just put a bit of pressure on Katoni to really step up. I love Deloise Hoyter. There's a few other guys I really fancy there. Um, you know, you might even find Selwyn Cobbo moves in, into the centres as well. Then they could just bring a winger in. They've got a lot of options there, Brisbane, depending on how they want to handle it. Uh, Flegler's going to be a big loss. Obviously, his second phase footy is fantastic. But with Haas, Carrigan, um, yeah, you know, Marty to Powell's up there. Uh, Corey Jensen's there. I actually heard a rumour today that he could be heading to the Melbourne Storms. Keep an eye on that situation. Uh, but yeah, that, they'll be just fine, Brisbane. They've got young uh, Takura, who I think will come into first grade soon. So, Paliasia, they're losing as well. So, they're actually losing a starting front rower and a bench front rower. Uh, so, that will test them a little bit. But oh, I think they'll be okay, Brisbane. I mean, fuck. With Pat Carrigan and with Payne Haas, your, your third front rower just needs to do a job realistically. 
Uh, Wallabies thoughts. Yeah, it's been a bit of a shit fight, mate. Let me open by saying I know nothing about Rugby Union or the Wallabies. Uh, I have my boy Benny Donaldson, who I've always fancied. Watched him play a lot of footy in high school, and I've always rated him. Uh, came in and absolutely destroyed Georgia. Uh, really struggled after that, though, to be fair. So don't really know too much about the Wallabies. But uh, from the little that I do know, I was surprised at the team they selected. I was surprised that Quay Cooper didn't get picked. Uh, one, one of my good mates from school, Jed Holloway, didn't get picked either, uh, which really surprised me. I, I thought he would absolutely shit in so maybe I'm biased I don't know but I I don't know it seems to be echoed by a lot of people obviously Hooper wasn't picked either which was fucking bizarre uh, but yeah I don't really know enough about Union to probably uh, run a podcast on it I barely know enough about League to run a podcast on it uh, what are your thoughts on the NRL's plan Vegas plan in long term love it I'll be there every single time hopefully planning to go over there next year so uh, anything that gets me to Las Vegas I'm going to be a fan of to be honest with you but take me out of it uh, I don't know if it's going to achieve that much, to be honest with you. Uh, it's probably going to get us in more trouble than not. Uh, current Favourite current NRL player. Uh, for me, I probably love watching Nath Cleary at the moment. He's one of my favourites. Reese Walsh right up there, though. I uh, love watching him play his footy. I just find him so entertaining, even when he's at the Warriors. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Like he's obviously lighting it up now, but at the Warriors last year, I thought he was so entertaining as well. Paddy Carrigan, I really love watching as well. Obviously, I've got the guys from this weekend that are at the forefront. Um, SJ. SJ and KP, I've really enjoyed watching them play this week. Um, obviously, because I spent some time with him in the offseason, Jackson Hastings, and sort of understanding how he sees the game and him telling me how he was going to use KP and how he was going to use Bradman Best and then watching him actually put it into place for the Newcastle Knights. Really, really enjoyed that as well. But obviously, I'm, all, I'm on the other side of the fence there uh, with Jacko and, and calling him a good mate. But I just love that footy brain. Guys like him, Sean O'Sullivan, who, you know, they might not have this unbelievable talent. They might not be the fastest, quickest, whatever it might be. But they just understand rugby league and they know how to turn it into a game of chess, which I love watching that as well. So, yeah, favourite player, though, I think I'd have to go Nath Cleary or Reese Walsh, probably one of those two at the moment. I hope Dewey is centre, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Dewey. Um, I've always said I'm not convinced he's a 5'8", but I'm also not convinced he's a centre. It's like he's not... For me, it's like he doesn't have the awareness and probably just enough skill set to be a 5'8", but he's got too much of a skill set to be a centre. He's a weird player, Adam Dewey. I'd love to see him. If he was in a good side that had all those other spots sorted and, and good halves. I'd love to see him play a bit of 13. I think he'd be really handy there, Adam Dewey. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a weird little career, mate. But there's no doubt whatsoever the guy is an absolute goer, and that's what you love about him. He is a goer, and you just want to have him in your team whenever you can. So I think the West Tigers are very lucky to have him still. Uh, Guru to commentate next year's charity match with the Hollow Sports Boys. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh, I, I think BKR did it last year and did a tremendous job. Uh, so, yeah, let, let, let me know when it is and, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, hey, Gary, is a coincidence that the teams with the two fittest packs, forward packs, are in the grand final? I think defense wins premierships is shifting towards fitness wins premierships. Yeah, probably a fair shout, mate, but they also are two of the best uh, defensive teams, obviously. So, uh, But, yeah, I think you could definitely see 
two very different levels of fitness on the weekend between, you know, Penrith and Melbourne and, of course, the Broncos and the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors especially who, you know, against other teams, they're like the, the Briz, sorry, the Melbourne Storm Pack. There we go. We're back live. Uh, the Melbourne Storm Pack has sort of struggled throughout the year, so that was no huge shock. But the Warriors Pack has dominated teams all year, and then when they come up against those top sides, they just weren't able to keep up with them. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. Very, very interesting one. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to hit the frog and toad. That'll do us. That's about 30 minutes ago. Thanks thanks for joining us once again, guys. Uh, we'll try and do uh, another Instagram live a little bit later this week. We'll see how we go on. A lot going on, though. Uh, might see if we can go live during, like, the Dally M's or something. That might be a giggle uh, to have a talk to you guys whilst all that's going on. But uh, thanks for joining us once again, guys. If you missed any of this live, uh, it will be available tomorrow on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Stay tuned for that. Every single bit of audio, answering all your questions live tomorrow. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Plenty of content on the Rugby League Guru podcast this week as well. Make sure you don't miss out. A stack of dribble coming your way, so stay tuned. Cheers, legends. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 